Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another brand new episode. Truly means everything to me that uh, continue to listen to this show. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, new episode today with my buddy Jeff Faulkner. Recorded yesterday outside hanging out on the patio at the Quarry Wine Garden in New Melly area. And I uh, had a lot of fun hanging with Jeff, talking about some of his projects he's working on, including his uh, Mr. Blue Sky ELO tribute that uh, we'll be playing on Saturday night at Del Mar Hall in St. Louis, with uh, along with an uh, opening set from Emily Wallace, one of my absolute favorites. So grab tickets and come on out to that show. Do want to remind you that Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, you can shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com or swing by the shop in Maplewood, Missouri and pick up some of your favorite beard oils, beard balms, some uh, beard batter or uh, their junk powder, whatever you might need. You can find it all over there. All locally sourced uh, when possible, and uh, they've got all kinds of great stuff over there. Take care of that beard and mustache of yours. Uh, Roughneck Beard Company is proud to present a brand new beard oil blend. Come back, kid. Spring is upon us, and the world is rebirth. The pandemic seems to be winding down, and life is beginning to resume. Try our brand new invigorating blend of lemon, peppermint, black pepper, rosemary and lang lang it's the perfect blend to bring us all back to life comeback kid is now available at roughneckbeardcompany.com and you can use my code rpp15 for 15 percent off your purchase uh, again everything at roughneckbeardcompany.com and use my code rpp at checkout for 15 percent off Find them on Facebook and Instagram to get plugged in on uh, the socials. Also, big thank you to my friends at Friendship Brewing Company for all their continued support. Actually, I just stopped in on Friday night and I saw a sidecar play over there and had a delicious beverage and had a good time hanging out listening to those guys and just... uh it's always a good time. So go on over there to Friendship Brewing Company. They have over 25 rotating taps. And um, so you get all kinds of de- delicious craft beers. They've got uh, some burgers. Uh, I know uh, Phil Russo had a uh, real good-looking fish sandwich with uh, some fries. And uh, so uh, you got nachos, all kinds of good food over there, too. So come on out. Enjoy this beautiful weather for the spring on the patio out there and find it all again. Friendshipbrewingcompany.com. You can find uh, their music calendar on their website also and uh, all kinds of things. So come on out. Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Friendshipbrewingcompany.com and Facebook and Instagram. That is it for me, everybody. If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Feel free to hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, with all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Jeff Faulkner.
Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Jeff Faulkner from Mr. Blue Sky, Velvet Goldmine, Two Pedros. You are listening to Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Rock Paper Podcast. This is Beat Paper, Paper Covers Rock. Rock Beats is the Shane Covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today at uh, the Quarry Wine Garden in New Melly, Missouri, with Jeff Faulkner. Welcome back to the show, man. Hello, Shane. How are you doing? Thanks I'm, for having me I'm, back. I'm great. Uh, this is uh, well, you had a gig, and yeah. uh, we we played a beautiful patio full of people and uh, having a great time. And uh, we said, hey, man, this is such a great day. Let's hang out here. And Absolutely, yeah. The, the weather patio. worked out really, really great today. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So, so this uh, you might hear a little background noise, but uh, this, we're we're enjoying this beautiful day and thought it'd be fun to sit down and talk about. Uh, Everything you got happening. We, uh, you're busy man around town. We got a lot of things uh, coming up on the calendar. Yeah, and, busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy. And plus, I just thought this would be cool that uh, I, you know, I, what we just mentioned right, right before we press record that you haven't been on the show since 2016. So it's been a, a lot to catch up on. We, uh, it's been a while. So it's been a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah uh, right now, I'm currently playing with five different bands <clears throat> around town yeah man uh and uh you know i do this stuff for a living so um to make a living doing it you've got to play in multiple bands sure and, as i'm sure you've heard from other musicians yeah it seems like everybody like anybody playing out that like does it professionally like is has the original project and then has the cover project to the you know help fund everything and then like uh but you know, it's a constant uh, juggle of like trying to keep the calendar full of all the different projects going and stuff. So right, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good work if you can get it. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm I absolutely love my job, and um, I can't think of doing anything else that would yeah. make me more happy. 
Yeah. Uh, and it can be uh, it can be a job at well, times, sure. but for the most part, it's it's some of the most it's some of the best work you can find. Yeah, man. You know what so. was what uh, before you you know became professional musician and making this career. Well, what, what were you doing uh, prior to this? Uh? Yeah, so I. I've been playing music in the St. Louis music scene for over 20, 25 years. Right. And, uh, in, in all those years, you know, I've, I've had day jobs here and there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've, I've worked, I've worked as a driver. I've worked as I've worked in sales. Yeah. Uh, I've worked in, uh, never, never really did restaurant work, which you know, a lot of musicians tend to be like waiters or bus boys or yeah. servers or something. But, uh, but yeah, I've always, you know, uh, you know, for the at least for 20 of those 25 years, I've always had a day gig along yeah. with doing music. And in the last five years, I've just been able to do, do music alone nice. and, uh, and make a living doing it. So, Hell yeah. uh, I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed and, uh, crossing my fingers and knock on wood. It'll, it'll continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, we thought this uh, obviously would be good timing that because uh, we have a big show Saturday night, which uh, I want to start with uh, talking about that project is uh, Mr. Blue Sky, which is your ELO tribute. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, this coming Saturday, March 26th at Del Mar Hall, uh, it will be our second show there. Uh, we were there the last time we were there. It was about three weeks before the pandemic hit. Right. Uh, and we we sold it out, um, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, man. And uh, you know we we did that show, the pandemic hit, and everything shut down. Yeah. So this will be our first show back there uh, since things have come back. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. <clears throat> uh, the band was uh, we just did our first out of town show up up in Chicago about three weeks ago at a place called the Rock House in the Chicago suburbs. Uh, and it could not have gone any better. It was it was a uh, really great crowd. Um, they loved every single minute of it, every single song. And uh, the venue treated us better than you know, like any venue I've ever played. <laughs> uh, so um, so, yeah, coming off the heels of that show, we're, we're you know, uh, chomping at the bit. Yeah. Uh, to get to this Saturday in Delmar Hall, and um, we also have uh, Emily Wallace opening up for us. Oh yeah, I'm sure your your listeners know know Emily. She, one of the best. Uh, yeah, she, I, I think she's one of the best singer songwriters in St. Louis, and just so. just uh, an incredible person. So sweet. Uh, she is. Yeah, she just uh, yeah. become a great friend over the years. But yeah, uh, incredible talent. And I really. Yeah. Uh, so having her on the show um, just made it more exciting for me because uh i'll get to you know the people that come out to see us will get to hear her for 40 40, 45 minutes before we play nice so that'll be great yeah uh so yeah what's that like uh because it's pretty big production uh i look like every every, the you have a lot quite a few band members to help create the sound yeah and uh how's that like to travel to chicago though like uh, that that was a (laughs) it makes the traveling thing a little complicated yeah uh a little more complicated than than it usually is in a band with four or five people yeah uh but yeah we've got 10 people in the band three-piece string section two keyboardists drummer bass player guitar player female background singer but in order to recreate the music of electric electric light orchestra 
as close to the recordings as possible, which has been my vision for this sure. thing since day one. I want it sounding just like the records. So in order to get it there, you've got to have all those people. Yeah. Uh, because Jeff Lynn was, uh, you know, uh, being, he's, you know, he is a genius songwriter. He was also a genius producer. Uh, and just he loved to layer things and, and overproduce everything. And everything with ELO is just big. Yeah. As you alluded to the show being big as far as production is concerned. Yeah. We, yeah, we always will bring out um, a multimedia, huge light show with it, you know, lasers, the whole the whole nine yards, you yeah. know, um, it, with 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 ELO. It's like that that music kind of. It, it kind of needs that with it, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, electric light orchestra, yeah. Yeah. you know, the word light is in there. So, um, and for me, I, I like to give the people that are coming to see this thing. I like to give them their money's worth as far as uh, the visuals are concerned. And, uh, and I feel we definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm excited about it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, like, super into like a lot of the deep cuts but the the elo stuff like i mean that i know i'm, I'm a bit i'm a real big fan unfortunately uh like uh billy madison kind of ruined me for te <laughs> telephone line like i, I always yeah uh, it's a great song but i also laugh every time i because i just think of steve buscemi all every, every time i'm right uh, when i hear that song the main thing i hear from people that come to see <laughs> mr blue sky is is that they didn't realize how many oh, yeah. elo songs sure. they knew yeah. because there's so many of their songs have been in so many movies and so many commercials i mean it was just in a super bowl commercial yeah. the song showdown with peyton manning and uh the people that come out to see it they they don't realize how many of the, the, those songs they know right. until they get there they're at the show and they hear them and like i know that song i know that song i know that song because the, there's so many ELO songs in so many different commercials and movies, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and what's great about it is, is that they're all just great songs. There's so much. I mean, it's some of the best music ever written, yeah. in my opinion. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. Where did we go wrong? Hey there, Mr. Blue Sky, we're so pleased to be. So you, I, uh, I'm guessing you've been a fan for a long time, lifetime? I mean, yeah. yeah, I've been an ELO fan since my early 20s. So uh, what? And, you know, I've always been a Beatle nut. Yeah. <clears throat> and that the way I, you know, the way I look at ELO is I, I, I look at them as just Beatles with strings yeah. and, and orchestral, with that orchestral element added to it. Because when you, if you took... If you take the strings and the or orchestral aspect out of it, it most of the songs, like the chord structures and the way they're arranged, it, it's very beatly. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's probably why why I, I clinged onto it 
so fast because I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge Beatle nut. Yeah. So, and um, just I love vocal harmonies and I love, you know, like I, I love overproduction and, and Jeff Lynn was great at that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, such great melodies and such great and, and so much vocal harmony, all the vocal harmonies going on. And, um, and it's not, you know, the music is not it's not like three chord progression. It's not like the kinks, you know, it's not like three, three chords, uh, verse chorus, you're out, you know, you're done, you know, mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's a lot going on musically in, in ELO's stuff as far as, um, you know, as, as far as the intricacies of it, it it's, it's not easy stuff to play Yeah, by any means. Yeah. So where do you get the idea to put, assemble this, this group and try to, do, so do I had, uh, you know, I knew I wanted to do something. Uh, I wanted to dip my toe into the tribute band pool. Uh, about, I guess it was about four years ago, and I went up to Chicago to see Jeff Lynne's ELO uh, up there. And uh, when I went up there and 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 saw the show, it was just amazing. And I was like one of the people who come to see our, who come to see Mr. Blue Sky in that. You know, the, the whole time I'm sitting at his show and they're, they're playing song after song, song, great song after great song that some of those songs I didn't even know were ELO songs, mm -hmm. but I'd heard them in movies and commercials. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, I knew, but I didn't know most of the material because I, I was a big fan before I, I went to see him. But uh, after seeing that show, I uh, that that solidified my mind. My mind was made up that I'm going to do an ELO tribute. And I knew uh, I wanted to do something in St. Louis that hadn't been done before, mm -hmm. uh, as far as tributes go. And I and I wanted it, you know, if I do, if I was going to do a tribute, I wanted it to be something that was a little bit different. And mm -hmm. uh, the ELO stuff with with the orchestral aspect and the strings aspect is it's a little it's different than what everybody else is doing tribute band wise. You know, ELO is a, it's a little bit niche. They have like their 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 set followers. Their followers are hardcore followers, you know. But uh, you know, I wasn't sure if there was going to be enough of a demand in St. Louis for it because of that, because of the the nichiness of of their music. Um, but every show we've done so far has sold out. All right. So uh, that that good, tells me there is yeah. a big demand. That's a good for start. It yeah, for sure. I agree. I think it's uh, something different. Like uh, we, we do have. Uh, it seems like uh, a lot of Grateful Dead fans for sure in St. Louis. Like there's, yeah, um, you know, there's definitely a a big, you know, scene for that. And uh, but to, so it's nice to see somebody doing something very different than than right. that too. So so yeah. Uh, so I agree. I think it's uh, it was time, and uh, it's cool that taking on this project and again you can come out tickets available right now for is uh as long as i as, as well um, i'm aware uh, we still have tickets available so we uh can grab tickets to see mr blue sky saturday night 26th at uh del mar hall in st louis so yep tickets are still available they're they're going quick right. so if you're going to get them I, I would get them get them before they sell out yeah for sure yeah uh that uh do you have a uh a, a favorite i mean uh, uh that uh, the night that maybe the one that you've noticed the crowd responds to the most or or like there's a surprise that you guys pull off or yeah, the one that sticks out 
uh, is fire on high. Yeah. And that one, uh, every time we do it, the crowd, I see a difference in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, they just, they, they go nuts every time we do that song. Yeah. Uh, and Miss, obviously Mr. Blue Sky. Sure. That, that gets a great response. And we also do, uh, ELO did a cover of Chuck Berry's Rollover Beethoven. Oh, yeah. And when we do that one in, in town, it, it gets a great response, obviously. Yeah. You know, for the hometown hero. Uh, but I'd have to say the one that, that gets the the one that gets the kind of, oh, my God, I can't believe they're playing that response is Fire on High. Yeah. Yeah. You know. uh, how many uh, different uh, wigs did you have to try to, to <laughs> before? <laughs> Uh, or was that the first one? I went through about two or three of them. Yeah. His uh, trying to get one that, that looks like the, the Jeff Lynn hair, right. you, you would think would be pretty easy because it's basically just an, a 70s afro <laughs> yeah. kind of look. But uh, his the way his curls are, are, are designed, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, made it kind of hard to find the right yeah. wig, but uh, uh, but I finally found one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did think that was a nice touch. You know, it's just uh, definitely uh, you know, painting the making the look. You know, like you have to. You're not just yeah. playing the music. You're bringing this show to life and stuff, and like uh, you know, bringing bringing these to the bringing to the people. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there's a couple of uh, different perspectives on the tribute thing. And right. there, are, there are tribute bands who make no effort at all to look like the, the bands they're paying tribute to. And then there are other bands who make every effort to mm -hmm. look just like it. And to me, I, I think if, if you're going to do it right, if you're trying to do it right, yeah, you try to look as much like the band you're you're giving tribute to as possible and with this thing it was easy because the only one that really needed to look like anybody was me right so um because when you think of electric light orchestra i mean people know bev bevan and you know um roy wood and they they know those guys but they don't know what they look like you know so the everybody else in the band can kind of just kind of look like themselves but as far as the guy who's playing the jeff lynn role you gotta have you gotta have the hair and the glasses yeah. and that's his that's his signature look yeah you know so uh i know for me when i go see the tribute i i i'm more i guess impressed um i mean you want them to, to, the band to sound great i mm -hmm. mean obviously that's a given but um i'm always impressed even more if they make that effort to to pull the look off yeah and the costuming and 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 everything you know like go full bore into it do mm -hmm. it right oh yeah 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 i mean we're we're uh we're, we're pretty spoiled here in town with one of the one of the great uh attributes i think with the uh, el monstero and yeah and watch yeah. The, what those guys do with uh and obviously a group like pink floyd uh you know requires a lot of visual uh and so, oh they uh, uh they go all out, yeah. man, and it's 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 a to me it it rivals of it could rival a Vegas show. Oh yeah, I mean I, any I, Vegas show. I say it all the time. I'm like, yeah, you're getting a you know a, a Vegas quality you know Cirque, Cirque du Soleil type of production and all yeah. this stuff all going on yeah. and they, while playing uh, great music. <laughs> I, the way I look at the tribute scene in St. Louis, yeah. you got El Monstero and then everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, that thing is so huge and so big and 
it's been around for so long right, too and then right. that's why it's as big as it sure. is because you know they they've had longevity um um uh, but they but they do it right yeah you know they they uh every aspect of it and it's 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 a spectacle man like oh yeah it's one of those shows you can go you can not like pink floyd at all and go to one of their shows and be entertained yeah. just by the the visual yeah aspect but like i mean even that like they have the characters involved that uh that are also like visual representation of what was going on yeah those records i mean and, it's a mix of theater and, yeah. and, and music together you know but i like i said i think all that has to be there to make it make it this big you know show that it needs to be yeah and uh, they don't cheat their their fans right. who come see them and, and that's i respect that about them I, i'm i'm on that same page yeah. I, I know i want to give people their money's worth if you're gonna pay 25 30 bucks a, a ticket to come see this thing right. i, I want to make sure you're walking out with a smile on your face <laughs> going, man i i got my money's worth there you know yeah yeah uh well yeah i'm uh i'm excited man but like i was saying like it's cool to see a group like that that's had that you know they've been doing it 20 some plus years now and it's like if, if you guys are just getting this thing going we've you know a few years and minus the pandemic part of it uh hopefully we can get uh mr blue sky to that level and uh you know getting keep adding more and more uh yeah, if we're lucky we'll be around that long. yeah that'd be, so, that would be that'd great be, yeah, so, so it'd be a lot of fun to to see as we keep keep adding to this thing so absolutely uh, you also uh feature one of my favorites in town uh abby uh mm -hmm. stalschmidt she uh she's a another uh friend of the show and uh okay so yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah it's, abby's uh been with us since uh actually she came along the second show we did which was at the last Delmar hall show yeah. we did um and yeah great player yeah. and uh you know we I'm, I'm very lucky in the fact that uh every single person in this in that band in mr blue sky is is a great musician right uh all of them are very easy to get along with um you know they all behave in a, a professional way um and uh that's 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 a rare thing when you're dealing with 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 10 musicians yeah you know that many usually, moving parts yeah there's usually a couple that a couple bad apples you know but <laughs> we haven't had that uh as of yet right. so hopefully it doesn't happen at all, all but right. uh but yeah yeah abby's great and uh we have a uh, she's uh one third of our our string section and uh, we've got a girl named jesse youngblood who plays violin as well and jake brookman plays cello and uh and they're both they're both excellent you know yeah. jake's doing jake's doing a show with the who in like september or october yeah uh the, the who comes into town they have uh string players accompany them <clears throat> and uh he's he did it before out at riverport or whatever it's called now <laughs> and then uh he's doing it again at enterprise center when they come to town later yeah. this year that's so cool <laughs> yeah. yeah he's played with weird al yankovic too yeah. which, which to me would be I'd kind of like, to me, that's more impressive than playing with the Who. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not a huge Who, Who fan. So. Yeah. I uh, I saw Weird Al a couple of years back in Columbia, and uh, <laughs> I was really impressed. Like, you know, obviously I've been a fan forever. and Yeah. And, but, like, the show itself was really well done. Yeah, he, I've heard he's got a good good band. And, you know. He, uh, he, he did a outfit change for every song like to, to look like the video and every, it was yeah. like it was impressive how much he uh how much work he put on himself to do on that put that show together and stuff so it was uh 
it was really well done though it was a lot of fun right but yeah. and he's uh he's coming back uh also this uh summer so he's uh that's right chesterfield yeah. uh amphitheater he's playing and stuff yeah. and i'm trying to get mr blue sky a, a, a spot out there we're, oh yeah we're we're in in negotiations yeah. about it so that, i mean I'm, fingers crossed yeah that would be cool to get some i think uh i think we'd shows. be perfect out yeah. there you know definitely um, but uh you know some a lot of a lot of uh a lot of details need to be worked out and all yeah, that stuff. Sure. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a neat little spot. And I mean, we got a, a couple different things like that around and I uh, just uh, be, I'm glad that we're having even the conversation, having summer shows and getting to do all these fun things outside. Cause it's, yeah. uh, as I'm glad uh, the weather's uh, cooperating now. We're finally getting to, yeah, it's, it's great to see shows happening yeah again. for sure and, and yeah. things getting kind of back to normal now yeah, so man. uh hopefully we, we stay on that on that trend yeah well along uh you mentioned uh five bands and then along with uh mr blue sky you also uh recently started another project called velvet goldmine yeah and this is uh kind of more into uh your your glam rock uh side of things yeah uh, uh so velvet goldmine is uh something we started uh about a year ago and it's me and <clears throat> excuse me me and uh four of the other guys from mr blue sky uh steve bunk who plays drums uh dave Watkins plays guitar and sings ben moyer uh plays bass and stephen winter uh plays keys and uh, we started it about a year ago, and we, we you know, we had the idea, uh, what about doing a, a band that does, you know, 70s glam, 70s glam rock, like all stuff from the 70s glam rock era, and doing the, doing the wigs and the makeup and platform boots and boas and, you know, and doing all that stuff, you know, Queen and, and Kiss and Alice Cooper and Elton John and, and Slade and Sweet. And, you know, it's just stuff we all love, you know. And uh, um, so we just kind of made a decision. Yeah, let's let's try it. Yeah. You know, so uh, we've done maybe five, six shows with it so far. And the response has been really good mm-hmm. you know uh the main thing i'm getting from people is that it's once again it's something different mm-hmm. it's a cover band but it's something that no other no other cover band in st louis is focusing on that era yeah and doing the costuming and and uh, you know bringing the full full show you know to people sure so, uh there you know it's, it's kind of like it's kind of it's been kind of a breath of fresh air for people who've kind of been going to see the same same thing over and over same cover bands over and over again you know there's so many great cover bands in town sure. um but uh it does, it does so it's something new and fresh and it's it's for me it's been a lot of fun you know yeah it does seem to help having uh a certain angle you know like instead of just like uh you know we're we're we're, we're gonna do dance or we're gonna do rock or whatever you know whatever your angle but then like like I said, you, you specifically chose to do the, the 70s glam, yeah. and I think that's I mean, like... It, it seems like that's kind of where the cover world is going now. Right. Like more more bands that are forming are, are doing... A, they're, they're, they're focusing on a certain genre, mm-hmm. you know, instead of... Uh, you know, it's, you know, you're not seeing as many like variety bands anymore, like bands that just do everything, yeah. you know, country rock, alternative blues soul r&b glam hair metal you know used to be a lot of those kind of bands right uh it seems to me it's seeming anyway like 
um, like it, things are starting to shift more in, into bands focusing on certain genres. And look, I mean, look at the tribute thing. Mm -hmm. it, it's ex it's just exploded like in the last what like 10 years yeah you know and it's just it's getting bigger and bigger and i think it's gonna get bigger and bigger because a lot of these bands that you know people are doing tributes to unfortunately some of these people are going to start dying off oh, yeah. sure and people are going to want to still hear that music live mm -hmm. and uh so i in my opinion, I think that's just going to increase the popularity of the tribute thing. Yeah. You know, I got buddies, uh, or bands focusing on a certain genre of music, you know, I got buddies, uh, my posse in effect, uh, doing the, the beastie boys oh, tribute yeah. and, and they crush it. I mean, it's a, it's a party and, but they've, and they've created like this, you know, what would be a beastie boys show, you know, like they, yeah. like they, uh, they, I would like to see that. Cause it, I'm a, I'm a, I love the beastie. Boys. Yeah. But unfortunately we're never going to have a, beastie boy show again so it's like yeah you know i so was fortunate enough to see them uh at Lollapalooza. Mm -hmm. i think it was like the third Lollapalooza or maybe the fourth Lollapalooza, and they were awesome yeah <laughs> they were so good uh, this uh they were like but you know like i said it's that's unfortunately that's a uh serious th thing where there's a lot of these bands that never going to be able to tour again or show, yeah. you know do these when shows you so at, you know a good example is a band like rush all right Russia isn't, yeah. Russia isn't doing another live show. That'd be a tricky. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a tricky band to try to tribute, but we we do have a we have a good we, one. We have here. a good one though, yeah, yeah. for sure. And uh, but that's just an example of, you know, a band that you know is never going to play again, mm -hmm. but people still want to hear that music sure. live. Yeah, you know they'll they'll still go they'll, they'll go see a, a good tribute because mm -hmm. it's all they can it's all they can do. So with that being said, and as time goes on, you're going to see more and more. Uh, you're going to see that situation increase more and more. And, and I think it's just going to add, add to the popularity of the whole tribute thing. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so in velvet gold mine, uh, you, you, another wig, you get, uh, and, <laughs> another, and, yeah. and another, uh, you do makeup and uh, like I said, you got, you, you do all this, uh, this costume and stuff. Uh, and that was there like, uh, inspiration in creating this, uh, your character or was it, or how what was like, were you, uh, so yeah, the, like the, the, the costuming for that is, is much different than the ELO thing. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, you know, like like that band and ELO. Nobody knows it's me. Right. Only people that know it's me are the people that know me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, which I kind of dig a little bit. I kind of like that in the incognito esque uh, yeah. aspect of that. But uh, as far as the Velvet Goldmine costuming, I just went back and looked looked at like hundreds of pictures of bands like New York Dolls and sweet and slade and and kiss and um you know just looking at just looking at and david bowie a lot of it came from bowie yeah uh because he was man he, you know he, he might have started that whole glam thing you know uh ziggy the, when the ziggy stardust record came out like that that spawned a lot of those bands yeah uh, but just going back, looking at a lot of photos from bands of that era and, and, uh, seeing how everybody, you know, they all, the, the main, the main goal back then, or with that, with bands in that genre was like, 
you know, trying to look as much like a woman as you possibly. It was so androgynous. Yeah. You know, they, everybody had long hair, and you know, it was like it was like the you know the the skin tight jumpsuits and lots of sequin and lots of sparkle and glitter and you know boas and. You know, you look at a band like T-Rex and, you know, they, they went all out with the all makeup right. and the glitter and, you know, uh, and so, yeah, I just kind of modeled uh, my look personally after that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, looking at looking at how you know, everybody had long hair. All the guys had long hair, you know, so it had to be a long hair wig, yeah. you know, but I, I, I had a, I had someone style the wig in the way of of the way they styled their hair back then you know which a lot of it was it seemed like a lot of them had like long hair but it was like short bangs kind of like that yeah. kind of look you know like the bangs that went just went like a, right across you know uh, your forehead you know um and then uh, and then the outfits were just were pretty easy just looking at the photos you know because really hard trying to find platform boots though man yeah. can't find those anymore you know i had to like kind of custom make the ones i wear yeah. you know and uh and i'm six three so i had to put those on i'm like seven foot tall you know? <laughs> right um, but it's it's so much fun man you you get into that costuming you get you put that stuff on and and it put it it it, it kind of brings a, a different persona right on to you you know i i act totally different on stage <laughs> right. with that stuff on you know yeah but uh but it adds to, like I said, we're here again, you know, if you're going to do something, do it right. You know, and if you're doing music from that era, like, look like, like I want people to walk into a Velvet Goldmine show and feel like they've just been catapulted sure. back to 1974. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and, and we encourage people that come to see Velvet Goldmine to, to dress up in glam attire. So you got a lot of people like with boas and you know fishnets and yeah. stuff. You know it's 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 fun. Yeah, it's almost like going to see Rocky Horror or something. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So, so like I said, it's you know we've only done about five or six shows with that, but um, they've all been uh, they, they've all been successful and people are digging it and you know we'll 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 keep going till. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a couple times, you know, like when we, we, cause we do a New York doll song and we'll do, uh, we do an Osmond song, <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I, we, we might be going a little too far over the edge, you know, as far as like playing this stuff in the mid to people in the Midwest, yeah. but, uh, uh, but it still goes over well. Sure. I, uh, kind of thinking of all this too. I recently watched a, um, twisted sister documentary kind of about the yeah. like the new york punk uh, and stuff all that kind of yeah. the whole like uh underground music scene that they were you know part of and trying to you know getting yeah and just like i don't know it was wild to think about like it like they're starting stuff in music and well and the things the and, 80s hair metal scene right. was heavily influenced by the 70s glam yeah. rock scene as far as the androgyny thing right. like looking as much you know looking as much like a woman as you possibly could mm -hmm. you know uh they totally stole that from the sure some, from the 70s glam rock scene. yeah i have i but i think that the 70s glam rock music is just way better yeah you know in I, my opinion it was just about like you know just thinking of like the whole like uh you know what they're going through like i don't know just like uh because they were completely different like showing up in these 
uh, at the t- for the time, just showing up in like all these uh, wigs and hair and all you know, or the makeup and everything, and like playing the the music they were playing and stuff. So it was just like uh, it was interesting to think about uh, like being there at that you know seeing this happening uh, when it was happening live and in these clubs, and I was just like, man, like so I was just thinking about that too, like same thing that you're doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're recreating this moment uh, in you know St. Charles, St. Peter's, or what? You know, you're creating yeah. these uh, yeah. people. But walk- what you know, the, the 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 cool thing now with Velvet Goldmine. I mean, it's '70s glam rock, yeah. Right. And uh, you know, there's a couple tunes that are a little bit more obscure, but yeah. 90% of our of our set list is Kshi music. Yeah, it's all stuff you've heard oh, on yeah. Kshi. Sure, Kiss, Alice Cooper, um, uh, Rod Stewart. Uh, Rolling Stones, uh, Sweet, I've heard on KC, Slade. I mean, it's 90% of it is all KC music stuff that most of the people uh, in the city grew up listening to. Oh, yeah. You know, we just do it with a little bit more uh, flamboyance. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, a lot more flamboyance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That uh, sounds like a ton of fun. And you uh, you got a couple of good shows coming up. Uh, the calendar uh, filling up for that project also. Uh so we got uh, May sixth at uh, Salvatore's. Yes, and uh, a big one uh, outdoor at uh, July third at Newtown Amphitheater. Also right. in St. Charles. Yeah, that'll or, be Fourth uh, of July weekend. Yeah, and so. we did that last year, and it was uh, it was great. And it's all ages, lots of kids, and uh, uh, we don't scare them too badly <laughs> with our makeup and wigs. Right. But uh, yeah. uh, it was funny. I was like throwing glitter on onto the kids, and they were like loving the the glitter. Yeah. yeah. You so. you uh, do you guys add uh, quite a bit to that set list, or you, uh, do you guys like try to? Keep it continuing adding fresh stuff in there to oh we add fresh stuff into it yeah. all the time yeah uh and it's the you know again with that band it what you know a lot of what i've heard from people is wow i've never heard any any bands play, right. play that song yeah yeah i've never heard any cover bands play that song or it's one you definitely don't hear a lot you mm-hmm. know um so it's 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 cool to to just for for people coming to see it, it's 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 like I said, it's a breath of fresh air for them because they're used to hearing "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, every weekend they go out. You know, you're not going to hear that. Yeah, on the gold line. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you uh, you also have one more project we want to kind of highlight a little bit, and uh, which is why what we're uh, we what I saw today was here uh, to Pedro's. You guys have a night of uh, yacht rock coming up on April 9th at uh, Blue Strawberry in St. Louis, Missouri. And yeah, you know. yeah, we just got done playing about a half half hour ago. Out yeah, here. Um, yeah, we got a. Uh, that's going to be a great show at the Blue Strawberry. Uh, uh, anyone who hasn't been there yet, uh, it's one of the coolest new venues 
uh, in the city. It's located in the Central West End. And uh, for anyone who's ever been to New York in Manhattan, like the theater district, it's uh, it is as close to um, a cabaret lounge Manhattan bar yeah. that you'll get to. Like there's, those things are all over the place in Manhattan, like down near the theater district. But, uh, you know, the blue, blue strawberry has really like they've nailed that whole vibe mm-hmm. uh, really well. It's, it's one of my fav- my favorite places in town now. Yeah. Um, and you get like table service, great food, great drinks. Uh, it's a very intimate type type setting. And uh, and yeah, we're going to be doing uh, uh, an evening of Yacht Rock, all Yacht Rock. Yeah. So it'll be <clears throat> a lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people ask me what what is yacht rock? Yeah, you know, and uh, uh, so it's anything, it's anything from like the late seventies, early eighties, like easy listening type type stuff. Sure, uh, Steely Dan, Doobie Brothers, uh, Little River Band, Ambrosia, um, you know, stuff of that ilk. Michael H- McDonald, Hall and Oates, yeah, you know, Todd Rundgren. It's all it's all in that yacht rock category. Yeah, yeah. Where that term yacht rock came from, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know why they associate yachts with that type of music, but yeah, I don't. I think it's yeah. just uh, I, I don't know. It kind of, I think it's kind of like the uh, the uh, kind of meme kind of thing or something. You know, just like uh, the the guy on his boat. You know, it's like that's the, the the soft rock kind of thing. You know, and uh, yeah, something along those lines. I don't know if that's where the the term yacht rock uh, came from and stuff, but uh, yeah, taking off. Or on. maybe it's uh, yeah. that that genre of music appeals to people who own yachts. Yeah, it's <laughs> getting on our bike and ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that. Uh, I mean, I love that. I mean, like, there's a, actually a Sirius does a, a Yacht Rock channel uh, seasonal for the for the summer usually. Yeah, and like, I, I love that yeah. station. That's great. And uh, I listen to a lot. And I, the uh, Michael McDonald comes on and makes me want to uh, sing along and stuff yeah. and all that. Like, it's just. Yeah, well, we're, that'll be a really fun night, yeah. uh, April 9th at Blue Strawberry. And uh, Paul, my duo partner in Two Pedros, he and I have been playing this yacht rock stuff for 10 years yeah. you know so we've got it we've got it down to we, we play it with our eyes closed sure. hands tied behind our backs <laughs> uh so it'll be it'll be a real fun night and it's gonna be it's gonna sound great you yeah know? well yeah and uh and two pedros plays around all over the place and quite we a bit do and, yeah and, two pedros we average probably around 11 12 shows a month uh we do a lot we do a lot of wineries around yeah. town and um some select um indoor venues in, in and around the city and county like bartolino south we're there every other thursday and then we'll play like kt saloon in oakville like the second wednesday of every second wednesday of the month and then we play bartolino's osteria in the city on hampton yeah once a month and we're at highway 61 and um webster we'll actually be there uh this coming friday uh it's a really really cool spot and uh cj mugs in webster and um lots of other places all around town yeah and uh hopefully uh, back here the quarry on the on the patio and stuff. Uh, quarry wine garden. Yeah. We are out here about once a month throughout the wine season. Yeah. So between now and and November, we'll be out here about once a month. 
Well, yeah, people up dancing, moving. Uh, I mean, it was a good crowd today and first, uh, you know, real nice uh, Sunday uh, for the spring here coming up. And uh, so it was uh, it was good to see people reacting. Yeah, and uh, we can, you know, we can do kind of what whatever the mood calls for with two Pedros. Right. Like if people just want to kind of sit and listen, we can do like easy listening yeah. stuff uh, or we can pick it up bring up the tempo and get people dancing yeah 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 the uh the white snake uh here i go again that's that was, <laughs> yeah. that, i got people seem like got a re nice reaction yeah that one always uh gets a good it's, it's a song that everybody knows yeah you sure. know so everybody's singing sings along to it and people are kind of like looking at us kind of like they're actually going to going to do this acoustically yeah well, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it sounded great, and then you, <laughs> yeah. you got the high notes uh, in there too, and like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, those, those are uh, that's not easy to do. So they are not. No. <laughs> I'm, I kind of wonder how I how I do them, actually. especially late in your set, like uh, you know, after you're singing all day, and then you're still getting them. Uh, up. It sounded good though, man. Thank you. Yeah, and then uh, you closed with uh, "Shanty," which uh, is not. Uh, super pop you know our super uh well-known song and stuff and it's a great you know it's definitely kind of one of those uh everybody knows but uh yeah. it's not like one of a, those songs you hear it you've heard it yeah. you know you've heard it before but you probably don't know the name of the song yeah. or who the artist is that does it right you know? but, but yeah. uh, we do a lot of that with two pedros yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll hear a lot of songs you know you've heard before yeah <clears throat> you know you've heard them before but you might not know the name of the song or the yeah. artist who does it you know I, I when i go see a band i love that i love when I hear a band doing a song that I haven't heard, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to hear sweet Caroline and brown eyed girl, <laughs> you know, uh, again, yeah. you know, like play something that not everybody plays. Yeah, you know? I agree. I'm uh, it's, you know, there's definitely a uh, time and place for some of that stuff. But uh, for me, I've, you know, I've, you've, 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 probably anybody that goes to music quite a bit, you know, go out to shows and stuff. You've, you've heard all those songs way too many times and you're just, yeah. uh, it's over. And, yeah. Uh, but you know, at the, at the same the same rate i i understand you got to play what people want to hear yeah. and what gets people up and dancing and stuff and but that's the thing so. I, yeah people still uh there's definitely people love still like uh i have a buddy who does dueling pianos and he every night gets requests uh you know for the right. sweet caroline and so like it's like yeah people love that we we put when we we do those songs yeah. we do those songs but we put those we file those away in the by request only yeah. category uh we will only play those sure. if people request them yeah. if, if, if people request them we'll play them you but, put a hundred dollar bill in that tip jar we'll definitely but if we're going down our you know we're in the middle of a set and yeah. i'm i am i kind of pick out what songs we're going to play i just yeah. look at the set list and go let's do this one let's do this one i never look at the set list and go let's let's do brown eye girl yeah you know, <laughs> that's that's a by request only song All right yeah but uh, yeah, man, this has uh, been super cool, Jeff. I'm really glad we were able to make this happen. Uh, you, again, you can find uh, uh, Mr. Blue Sky, Velvet Goldmine, Two Pedros, Vote for Pedro. You can find it all on Facebook, yep. uh, Instagram, and things. Uh, get plugged in on the dates. Uh, we got, like I said, there's a Facebook events for all these things and stuff like that, so you can keep track of what's going on. And um, and then uh, yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, this has been super cool. I'm really glad we got to do this today. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. It's been a while. And uh, get out and get uh, see some live music. Cause uh, like I said, I'm I'm so glad that all this is uh, happening. So it's uh it's gonna be a fun summer for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Corey Weingarten. <laughs> Bye, everyone.